we wait at the DMV, and of course, we wait in doctor's offices. Sometimes we wait for important news, the results of a medical test, the job we've interviewed for. Some wait and wonder about finding intimacy. However, sometimes waiting offers us a chance to pause, to think, maybe even to dream. For those of us who are people of faith, some of the hardest waiting is when we feel that we're waiting upon and dreaming of God. Because waiting and dreaming, I mean, this is the stuff of Advent. In Advent, we are waiting for and dreaming of good news. And I don't know about you, but I can't imagine a season more essential for this year than one that is a harbinger of good news. I remember once hearing John Thomas, the former president of our denomination, speaking about the time that he was on one of his many trips to the literally hundreds and hundreds of congregations he visited. He was out west and driving along an empty road and he saw in the distance a grouping of buildings that were architecturally similar and all painted the same color. And he thought, I wonder if that's a retreat center or a religious community. And sure enough, it was. He said as he got closer, there was a fairly good-sized sign identifying that setting. And it said, this is the church of the really good news. And underneath it, God loves you. Not just good news, the church of really good news. Now he admits that the vibe of the place didn't feel real comfortable to him, but he does remember thinking that here were folk unashamed to announce that God's rival, God's love made flesh, is not just good news, but it's really good news. Friends, this is the stuff of Advent dreams. I hope you heard in this morning's reading from the Gospel of Mark that it began with these words, the beginning of the good news of the Gospel of Jesus Christ. It's really important to note the word beginning, which of course obviously means it isn't ending. This is a story of the continued unfolding of the good news in every community, in every century, in every heart. Mark presents us with a gospel that begins but doesn't end. The good news keeps on coming, which, by the way, is really good news. Advent dreams and hopes bear us to Christmas, and Christmas itself is simply the beginning of more good news, the good news that we are loved by God and I don't know about you, but that is really good news as a foundation for our lives and our communities and our homes in 2020. Because the anger, the partisanship, and even the anxiety of the pandemic, these will eventually crumble on the grace of the gospel, the really good news. We are loved by God. The good news was beginning 2,000 years ago and is still beginning. And despite the tortured grammar of that, the good news keeps on unfolding in our lives and in our world. 
As a professor at Yale Divinity School used to say, the baby grows up. I also heard Reverend Thomas reflect on his time as a pastor in eastern Pennsylvania. And he recounted how each year in front of the Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, public library and city hall, there was a large manger scene assembled. And of course, it sat beneath a huge and glorious star. Well, one year, one year, a prankster stole the baby Jesus from the manger scene. And for several days, the newspapers reported on the search for Jesus. Finally, and thankfully, Jesus was located, abandoned in a nearby alley. And the city leaders of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, not wanting to face the same embarrassing situation a second time, decided on an action that spoke volumes. They bolted Jesus to the manger. And then they bolted the manger to the ground. Jesus was going nowhere. And he remembers thinking that physically bolting Jesus to the manger cut a little too close to the reality many of us are tempted to live with. I mean, that is to try to confine the good news to safe and respectable places, to put a boundary around God's love and mercy, to contain God's love in places where the good news would remain more promise than real. John the Baptist in this morning's reading tells us to prepare a place in our homes, in our hearts, in our communities, to be places where the good news will move from only promise to something real, a place for the beginning of the good news. It was about four years ago that a group from our church visited Israel. And of course, as part of our tour, we were going to go to Bethlehem. And it's a really peculiar experience. You drive through what feels like a fortress because it is a fortress, 20-foot-high concrete walls with razor wire across the top. And you pass through security checkpoints. And at one point, a soldier walks down the middle of the bus, checks on everyone. It's a really peculiar way visit the place of Jesus' birth. The Christian community in Bethlehem is really quite small, but there is a church there called the Christmas Lutheran Church. And it's really not far from where tradition locates the place of Jesus' birth. And the interior of the dome of this old Lutheran church, it's painted a beautiful blue. And around the dome, printed in Arabic, no less, is the angel's song, the angel's dream, the good news of this second Sunday of Advent. It says, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace. Just a few minutes ago, we lit the Advent candle for this Sunday of peace. And then we overheard the beginning of the Gospel of Mark, which tells us of the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ. 
And I tell you, friends, it is good news that Jesus is not bolted to a manger or confined to a stable 2,000 years ago. But rather, the good news is just now beginning. Beginning, yes, in Bethlehem, in Israel, on the West Bank, and Bethlehem in Pennsylvania. Beginning here and beginning in your homes. It is the Advent dream of peace. And may that dream and hope of peace begin this day in your heart. Because friends, this is really good news.